You are now listening to the Claim It Podcast with me, your host, Trisha Huffman, your joyologist. Today is a solo episode where I somewhat ramble, <laughs> sharing with you some recent awarenesses, insights, some things that I heard saw, re-remembered for myself and was like, oh yeah, I want to share this with people. And it's a fun way to get to do it in a longer form than trying to fit it in to a social media post or to take the time to write a blog. Whew, I used to blog. I loved blogging. That's where I found my love of writing. But currently with writing and editing my first book, which comes out April 19th, yeah, I haven't been prioritizing writing for myself or for other companies like I used to. But I'm so excited. I'm going to get into today's topic. I'm really excited because when I went on the journey of selling my book, which is, you know, you have to write this book proposal and pitch it to agents and then the agents pitch it to publishers and and I, you know, when I got feedback from editors and, you know, even my agent, I, w I have always written my blog from personal experience. So I would just write like, this is blah, blah, blah. I'd be like writing about my day and then what the insight of that day was and then pointing it out to like, so how can you look at that in your own life? And I just naturally started writing this when I first did my blog. I didn't have any sort of audience. I wasn't thinking anybody would even read it. It just felt like I needed to start writing and getting things outside of myself. So it was sort of like a journal that I typed when, you know, in the blog spot days when that's where everybody was. Um, anyway, so it never really intended for other people to read it. And then it started to really resonate. And so that's how I've always shared everything, right? If you've noticed, I'm always sharing my personal story and experience and then like hoping like, hey, does that apply to you? And then hoping, you know, sharing tools and ideas that would also maybe support the various yous out there because I think we all have similar stuff while also being very different similar meaning the human experience doubts fears judgment worries um, a lot of things that are coming out from us but obviously I am a white woman um, so there's I have the privilege of not dealing with a lot of other things coming my way I just have the genuine general human experience inside and as of woman, as of a woman, um, and I'm a cisgender woman. So acknowledging that I don't know those those other struggles internally. Anyway, so when I went to sell the book, I was like, I'm going to be sharing, you know, these tools and about the the insights that giving up the word should gave me, and how powerful giving up that one word is, and so all the things that it showed me. And so I was like, it's going to be like part memoir and part. Uh, oh, they have so they have all these terms, so I don't remember like the term that they gave me. But, you know, part memoir, part like personal development, like style, but there's all these different words they give anyway. And so I kept being like told to move away from memoir and how it's so hard to sell a memoir and like nobody wants to hear your story unless you're a big somebody and blah, 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 blah. So the way I shaped it, I was like, oh, okay, I guess I, I have to include personal stories because that's the way I share and like teach and whatever. So I have to include personal story, but I thought I was going to have to like minimize that a, bot, a bunch. And um, my publisher has um, been so great. My editor at my publisher, Mel Melody, shout out to Melody. Um, 
has been so great where she's even like wanting me to extend my stories and stuff. So anyway, I got on this ramble because I'm so excited that the book that's coming out is in the like same format that I've always written in that my journaling was that it was like the story out to you tools I use for you to get it and like sharing so many personal stories as a way of teaching and having you look at your own life. So now I don't even know what, oh, right. I'm like, why did I even tell you that? Oh, cause I'm giving you a little <sighs> talk about why I stopped blogging and why it's fun for me to do these solo episodes. Okay. The point, the point of today's solo episode is about intuition and trusting yourself and listening to yourself, which I do talk about in my book a ton, but in the last year, year plus, I've I've listened to things differently. I've looked at things differently where realizing that other people have opened my eyes to, yes, listen to your intuition, but also like it doesn't actually always serve you to only listen to your intuition, which I think we know that, right? It's like, uh, and especially if you're into like heightened phase and you don't know what to do. So a lot of times you're like, oh, what should I do? And you're not able to look, listen to your intuition or you can be a- acting from different ways. Um, so it, it can feel actually like somewhat controversial and like, is that wrong? Uh, to listen to my gut, trust myself. And so especially last year when, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement was happening and there was this all like, don't share right now, listen to black voices, elephate black voices. And then like, what am I supposed to, it, it, there was a lot of should energy. I was feeling like, oh my gosh, what should I be doing? Should I be speaking up? Should I be staying silent? Like it was this, you know, like wake up call to all these things that like I sort of knew, but I didn't really know. And like, let's shine the light of it. And um, I remember feeling like, you know, even friends of mine too, like, okay, well, yeah, like, what does your gut say? Like, let's listen to our gut. And then I remember um, a black woman being like, well, here's the thing about like your gut is like, it's only, it's from like, oh, and also past podcast guest, oh, Derek Berez, who was a host of the Consp- uh, Conspirituality podcast, he mentioned on the podcast too, like, well, our intuition is just based on like our past experiences. So, you know, we're going with what do I feel is best for me right now to do and say, but a lot of times our intuition might just be based on what we have known. So even let's say if you lived a very sheltered life and were, you know, told certain, you know, like, only had this one version of life from your parents, your community, whatever, and you're listening to your intuition, then that might, would be a d- much different intuition who's someone that drew grew up right in a metropolitan city with lots of different um, types of people and experiences and stuff like that. I don't know if that example works, but if that makes sense to like, yes, listen to your intuition, but realize that your intuition may be limited based on your personal experiences because if it is based on like, all of your personal experiences. So anyway, so sort of like, what do I do? But realizing there's a lot we don't know. So that was like, I think the awakening. And I was like, oh, hmm, wait a minute, trusting my intuition, my intuition, but what about my intuition? My intuition might not be developed in these areas. It was a bit confusing. 
And so recently I came across this video on TikTok. I feel like I mentioned TikTok on all my recent solo episodes. It's a much, I don't spend a ton of time on there, but I have to say it's my most preferred social media platform these days. Like I still share mostly on Instagram because that's like an easy platform for me to like share words. Oh, and now I'm going to share me saying this thought and then the stories. Um, But like for me taking in information, it's like fun and educational and uh, in ways. Um, Anyway, so I saw a TikTok video where this girl said that she has OCD and um, and she was talking to her therapist about how she doesn't feel she can trust her thoughts and emotions. And I don't know if that's a typical thing for people diagnosed with OCD, um, but that's what like she was saying. Like my therapist said, since I struggle with trusting her thoughts and her emotions, then she also has a very hard time trusting her intuition because she can't trust her thoughts and her emotions, which I think is like an interesting awareness to even have. Like, right? Because a lot of times your thoughts and emotions are fear, doubt, worry, stress, and like anxiety, like all these things that are coming up. And like, really, yeah, yeah, maybe we don't trust those things. Or you see like, oh, those are warning bells, but what's beneath them instead of living into them. Um, And so her therapist said, when you don't know if you can trust your thoughts and your emotions and your intuition to to explore value-based thinking. Um, again, this is I have not researched this. I am just sharing what I saw and then how it made me think. So value-based thinking that you can always trust your deepest values. So sometimes there might be this pressure on, right? Like, okay, what am I feeling? I'm supposed to trust myself. I'm supposed to listen to myself, my intuition, my gut, what's it saying? And that can be a struggle for all of us in a like heightened situation, even if it's like, oh, I need to make this choice, but I don't know what's the best choice because obviously making choices, big choices can be, oh, this is a big change, but I know it's gonna be worth it. But there's fears. There's so many emotions that are swirling around or in like those instances, you know, where I'm going back, like, oh my gosh, what? What do I say? What do I do here? That to go in, oh, well, what is my deepest value? Like what feels aligned with my values to do? So I think I did end up not doing this, but it was like, okay, I will speak up and use my voice while also sharing black voices and what they're saying and directing people to anti-racism educators and stuff. Um, so I thought that this was such an interesting thing to like put in our little like tool belts resources that when you're struggling to figure out your intuition and to trust yourself and to listen to yourself to think what is aligned with my deepest values where, and that could be, you know, like, oh, um, I'm in this friendship and I always feel this way with this person. I feel like they don't, you know, I don't feel great. They, I feel like they belittle me or whatever. But then we can feel like this, oh, I can't let go of that relationship because, wow, they have really been there for me and I've been friends with them for 20 years or whatever the thing is. Like that's something that can, people I've seen struggle with a lot when I do my coaching. And um, so it could be getting quite like, what's your value? Like is your are your values more about maintaining that relationship or your values more about like people being treated well, including yourself. Cause right. Oftentimes we leave ourselves off the table. Like 
(laughs) Oh, I value people and I want them to feel nurtured. So you think, let me stay in this relationship even though I feel terrible. But what about yourself? Do you feel valued? Do you feel nurtured? So looking into your deepest values. Again, this can be problematic because if you were raised in per se, like a sort of religion, or I was even going to say like a cult. I know cult gets thrown around a lot these days and it can be very touchy. But like if you are raised in a very strict way of thinking, then your deepest values might be mucky, right? Because if you're like so coming from this, like this is what I was told is right and wrong, then even though you can probably sort of feel like, I don't know, that feels questionable, that might be hard. So I would love to hear from you all. Send me a message on social media at underscore Trisha Huffman. What do you think about this? Like the trusting your intuition, listening to yourself, and then like putting it into value-based thinking that you can trust your deepest values when you aren't sure if you can trust your intuition in different ways to apply that. Um, also a heads up, I will have one-on-one coaching spots opening, um, for the start of November. Super excited about that. When I work with people, I'm like full on, we have weekly calls, but we're also in communication via text and voice memo daily so that I really am able to support you through what's coming up in your life and to like hold you accountable for the things that you wanted to commit to that week. And people come to work with me for all different reasons. Some people are just like, I don't know, I just don't really feel super happy and fulfilled. And what is that? Some people are like trying to leave a relationship. Some people are building a career or a business um, and want accountability with that. It's so many different reasons. And usually so much happens in the time that we work together. Like people will sign up for one reason. And then of course, because you have this focused attention, then you start going into all different areas of your life. And so, so much ends up coming up and then you have me as your support system the whole way through. So check with me about that. And I'm also hoping to soon offer some one-off workshops. I'm thinking on Sundays in, um, in the fall. So Super excited to announce those. Hopefully the next time I have a podcast, I will be telling you about them. All right. So kind of a quick one for today. Think about that. If you can't trust your intuition, can you trust your deepest values? All right. Signing off. And, uh, you know, final thought. (sighs) Please right now, give yourself some credit some acknowledgement, some pat on the back. Even if you feel like you're stuck, you're lost, you're behind in some way, you're here, you're alive, you're listening to this, you're showing up for yourself by actually just moving through your life and remind yourself that you can make a change at any moment. A change in your perspective, a change in your attitude, a change in your life. You can let go of things that are not serving you. You can create new routines 
You can create new relationships. And sometimes we're afraid of letting go of what we have, even though we know it's not really fulfilling us or right for us because we're afraid we won't be able to find anything better. Or we're afraid of that discomfort that comes from starting something new, you know, having more time on our hands or whatever the space of looking for someone new to be in our friendship circle, personal relationship career, whatever, you got to lean into that discomfort and open up the space for the possibility for something new to come. And I'd love to support you on that if that's what you need. All right, you can head head to yourdualist.com backslash coaching. Again, you can always DM me at underscore Trisha Huffman.